Old Chicken McNuggets are not the move. It's Monday. It's no, not it's Monday, Monday, buddy. It's Tuesday. <laughs> there we go. 15. Nice. It's a long day for me today, boys, but mm. how are you today, Jackson? I am lovely. How are you today? Your dog be tired. Mmm, college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, like I'm doing, I just dropped uh, $530 on grad school applications. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wish I could pull up my ESPN Gainesville video, but it was never posted. And it makes sense, because if you listen to it, my buddy got a little bit of it. Were you live or was it a package? No, it was just they were filming all the people. They were filming like post gamers, and I was. So they, you fans. got you got cut. You got cut. No, they didn't post any. So I was like this. We ran into some girls, and they were like, and I saw like a microphone that said ESPN. I'm like, what's going on here? They let me cut into them, and I had my cock screw on. So I was like this, and so I walk up. She's like, oh, so you're a South Carolina fan? I look right at the camera. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Cox fan. So. Or I'm a cock. I think I said, yeah, I'm a cock fan. So it was never going to air anyway. <laughs> What's up, man? You were hoping that they were just live. I knew they weren't live, but I was, I don't, I didn't really know what, I still don't really know what ESPN Gainesville is. So it was probably a radio. Yeah, I think it's a radio. So you might have just gone on the radio, bro. I'll take it. But I don't know if they could have aired that on the radio. No. No, I said the word cock. But let's get right into today's show. Um, the Atlanta Cocks, oh, Atlanta Hawks. Oh, they're they're funny. They're funny. So let's talk about it. Who's here in here? What up, Aaron? What up, Undertaker? And what up, my man, Aaron Barton? Alrighty. Let's get right into today's show. I have a coffee brewing that I'll eventually have to get to. But what do you want to speak about first, my friend Jackson? We got a bunch of stuff on deck. And you know what? Fuck your decision. I've already came up with it because you were too late like your impotence. And let's get You sent me the text like five minutes before we're supposed to go live. (laughs) I had a long day, so fuck you. Um, There is a man... He was drafted over LaMelo Ball. He was drafted after Anthony Edwards. And guess where you might find him this coming week. If you're looking for tickets, tickets are selling far and wide for this man. James Wiseman is returning to the G League. And it came in a presser last night. We found out. Shout out Anthony Slater of The Athletic. Basically, what it was announced last night after the game that they were going to send – James Wiseman down to the G League affiliate of the Golden State Warriors, the Santa Cruz Warriors, for an extended period for at least 10 consecutive days or more was what was said in the tweet by Anthony Slater. And it was said that, yeah, maybe 10 days straight. Wiseman's averaging 6.8 points, 3.8 rebounds on the season. And at a glance, you're like, look, he's really not terrible if he was part of a center committee. But the fact that he's a second overall big that was supposed to be what you guys saw. Jay, what James Wiseman was supposed to be was what we saw Evan Mobley do last year for the Queen Cavaliers. And Evan Mobley is, even without the jump shot falling, still has an impact rebounding, playing defense, you know, rolling, doing all the things that don't show up the stat sheet. Right now, Wiseman, we always knew he wasn't a great rebound positioner, like getting into position for rebounds. And we've seen him shoot threes and stuff. Like, there's been good flashes of – dunks and blocks and all that but it's been too sporadic that we need him to be more consistent even if really this wouldn't be bad if he was averaging 6.8 points and 6.8 rebounds no one would be mad if he was averaging seven and seven right now in his minutes huh i would so for a guy who hasn't played really let me hear your take 
There's not a single soul on the planet that can convince me otherwise that the Golden State Warriors are any way, shape, or form better without James Wise with James Wiseman out on the court, man. Every time he's out there, they oh he's gone. Yeah, so he disagrees with me, but I watch the Golden State Warriors. I watch every Golden State Warriors game, start to finish. And when James and it's the same thing that we saw in his rookie season. When James Wiseman comes into the basketball game, they are not good. They're just not good. He looked really good in the summer league and in the preseason where he was making plays for his teammates. But you know, he's a little too trying to find his bag right now. And it just it messes with the whole orchestra the Golden State Warriors are cooking with. So you see that ball movement like every game you see that ball movement. So, yeah, I had a couple of things that they should have done with James Wiseman. It was either trade him and Kaminga or trade him or Kaminga or both or whatever. You could throw him down in the G League where he can get the basketball exactly what we saw with Jordan Poole, which they decided to do. Or if you're going to keep him on the Golden State Warriors, you need to play him minutes, although it makes your team a little bit worse. You know, we're 15 games in through the regular season. So, you know, it, they don't have the same depth. The, they don't have the same veteran depth where they really have like the time. They, there's like there's time, but there also isn't time. They're six and eight. Their defense sucks right now. Their bench defense is a is a, outrageous so i really like this call because i think wiseman's a stud i think he's a bucket same thing applies to kaminga and moses moody but he can't be getting dnps and then come on in four games later and expect you can't just expect him to do well and defensively like i'm perfectly set with draymond green Kayvon looney and michael green so i think wiseman's still a year away i don't think he's gonna help out too much this year for the golden state warriors back-to-back championship run but Hopefully, him being down in the G League helps him out. So, I want to show you something right here that I found interesting when I made a video on this earlier. This is the Santa Cruz Warriors G League squad right now, and I have it done by hype. It contains a roster of James Wiseman, Jace Johnson, Trevion Williams, Zeke Moore, Guy Santos, Anthony Lamb, technically because he's on a two-way, Jerome Robinson, Ty Jerome, another guy who's on a two-way. Elijah Pemberton, Lester Quinoas, Jacques Jacari, McLaughlin, Jacari, Jacquari, I can't say that, but Ryan Rollins, Dusty Hannes, and Pat Spencer. What do the Warriors do good? Guys who don't make the roster, they keep them around the organization. A lot of these guys could probably go to other teams or overseas, but they keep them around. I don't know much about Jace Johnson, but he's a 25-year-old rookie out of Marquette. That guy, not a development pick. I'm sorry. He would be on the roster right now if he was playing, if he was worth playing. What James Wiseman has right here is he's immediately the best player on this squad. That's a that's a first. See the name Pat Spencer? Okay. Okay. Look, 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 look. He, let, let me, let me rock. If you, you no, know, you're right. I'm just kidding. We both <laughs> love, we right. love. We love Pat Spencer. James Wiseman's the most talented player on this squad. And goddamn. I'm trying not to sneeze. Oh my god. Huh? What what are you trying to say? Huh? All right. So when you look at this Warriors squad, I think the problems go deeper than James Wiseman in the sense that Andrew Wiggins and Steph Curry's been the best two players on this team. Jordan Poole. Has had his moments, but he's been average at best. Draymond Green, average. Clay Thompson, still working his way back. I'm not giving Clay Thompson any crap. He's still working his way back. Really, the only guys off the bench that have been successful is Anthony Lamb, Jamichael Green. Okay. We had a great game last night from J- Jonathan Kaminga, but Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody, it's just like they're, you know, what's a big thing is, is that when James Wiseman comes in the game, there's good a lot of his minutes come without Steph Curry at times. And they don't have a backup point guard. And they didn't have a backup point guard last year. I know, but if we look at last year's roster, because I knew you were gonna bring this up. I knew you were gonna bring this up, and I was gonna be like, hmm, hmm. You wanna, you wanna hear something wild about this team last year? Even though they didn't have a backup point guard, they had Draymond Green dishing out seven assists tonight. They had Steph Curry dishing out six and a half. You had Jordan Poole dishing out four. You had Andre Iguodala dishing out four. You had Clay dishing out three. Nemia Bielitsa dishing out almost three. Andrew Wiggins dishing out two. And so was Kevon Looney. 
But with this year's roster, your leading assister is are uh, you ready? You ready Mr. for Green. this? Hmm? Mr. Green. Yeah, Mr. Green, obviously. Okay, with dun, 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 six point six. Then Steph Curry, they're still doing their things. Jordan Poole's still doing his thing, but Kevin Looney at three. Okay. Then you got Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins, two and a half each. But then it falls off. Last year, they yeah, they just had probably like 10 dudes, like averaging almost three assists a night. Right now they have like five guys or four, really four guys averaging three assists a night. And I just don't think there's enough ball movement on this team right now. There's a ton of ball movement. I know, but there's a ton of ball movement, but the correct ball move to get like James Wise move. Like there's a when you when you have a guard who sets up a big like James Wiseman, Steph Curry can do it. Jordan Poole can kind of do it. Jordan Poole is more of a combo guard. Drake can do it, but it's kind of weird playing having Dre set up for James Wiseman with James still also being young. Like Jay, James is still trying to figure it out, and I think they need to just instill his confidence and have him dominate summer, not summer league, but the G League. And that'll allow because do you remember what James Wiseman's stats were when he was in the G League? You want to hear this? Sure. James Wiseman, last time he was in the G League, he was not somebody to mess with. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh my God, James Wiseman is, you know, the next thing since sliced bread. But he put up stats that you expect from a player of his caliber to put up in the G League. And these stats exactly. And I did, I think I did a great job milking that. 17 in three games and 17, 17 points. And he was injured. You remember this was when he was injured right before they like deactivate him. So this is injured. Take this. He was injured when he did this. 17 and a half points, nine and a half rebounds in 20 minutes in three games. Shot 54% from the field. Had two blocks a game, basically. Yeah, he had four turnovers, but he was efficient as all hell. And I don't know. I think that's exactly what I've been saying for three straight, four straight weeks here is just put him in the G League because he's the best player probably in the G League in general, let alone the Santa Cruz Warriors. And I, I don't think him and Jordan Poole should be able to get the pick and roll going. Jordan Poole's a phenomenal pick and roll player. And so is James Wiseman. I don't have any issues with the distribution on Golden State. The only players they're missing from last year that were averaging over more than two assists were Belitza, who was a tough loss, and Igadala, who played 19 games. So I, I was expecting a lot more playmaking, facilitating from Dante DiVincenzo because I think it's very apparent that Jordan Poole is more of a shooting guard. But I don't think it's a huge issue. I mean, if they didn't win it all last year, I'd have a different thought. But, yeah, I think Wiseman needs to be in the G League just so he can get the ball in his hands, get that confidence up because it's – I mean, it's demoralizing, man. You're the second pick in the draft a couple of years ago. You've battled injuries pretty much your whole NBA career, your whole career in general so far on the big stage. And – you're not getting the ball much. You can tell there's film where he's upset. He's not getting the ball. And you also got to keep in mind, like, he's getting, you know, no DMP, 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 15 minutes, DMP, 10 minutes. Like, it's just hard for anybody to build rhythm like that, let alone oh, a young kid. No, you're right. Let alone a young guy. You can't develop – you can't get better without consistent minutes, and that's why the G League is the best thing. I think just building – people also don't realize confidence is a huge part of it if your game – like I need to. I played yesterday, and I haven't played basketball in like a month. And I was so, like, I got like my lungs were burning, and it was embarrassing. And I, I airballed two shots, and I was so mad at wow. myself. Yeah, You're dude. Not, I, so I know I was. I was so mad at myself. And the worst part is, is I play like a hustle like game. So then I just, I didn't have the stamina. So then I just went the shit. I felt for like my standards, and I need to go to nice snow numbers. Uh, Tony Snell's underrated. Okay, I'm telling you, Golden State need or, or sorry, not Golden State. Uh, Los Angeles needs to get Tony Snell, man. They had Tony, him on a workout a couple of days ago. Tony Snell's only not on a roster because Twitter like ruined his career. <laughs> but you have you seen how good this guy was last night? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Marzon factor to me. I mean, fuck, fuck Jay Crowder. I got Marzon Bochamp. Why trade any? I mean, they said that they keep talking about trading Grayson Allen, but I mean, the reason why they're willing to trade Grayson Allen is they got to give more minutes to Bochamp. Word. And, you know, Connaughton, man. 
Bochamp, I'm so glad he's working out. I know you were really big on him going into the draft. You got me on board with him heading into the draft. And, you know, he can play defense, but specifically that offensive game, uh, it's something that they desperately need right now with no Chris Middleton or Pat Connaughton. So I loved seeing that performance last night. I know they got the loss, but, you know, they're missing important. Yeah, and Giannis said some kind words about him, saying how good he is. And Marjan Bochamp. Right, yeah, if you look at his stats from, like, a glance, they're nothing wild, just seven and a half points, four rebounds, Mm -hmm. and 18 minutes a night, 43% from three. I mean, the field, 32% from three, 70% from the free throw line, getting about a steal and a half, nothing. But the last three games, he's been averaging 15 points a night, about, like, five rebounds a night, two assists. And what was his G League Ignite stats last year? 15 points, six and a half rebounds, two assists. So – Bochamp is showing that, yes, the three-point shot's a little bit below league average. He is somebody that played for four four separate high schools, didn't go to college. He went to community college. Then instead of going to community college, he went to the G League at night. He's 22 years old. Part of the reason he fell in the draft was because he was an older prospect. But he's somebody that I I told you I was very high on because I thought he was an instant impact player. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna sit here and act like he was gonna be a starter. I don't think he should be a starter, but he was a guy that like right now, 18 minutes a night, a guy who in his rookie season could give you 18 minutes a night because of his rebounding ability, because of his seven foot wingspan, because of his defensive fundamentals and instincts. These are all things that a guy, and he's not a complete inept offensive player like Matisse Tybel. <laughs> and you have a guy right here that People thought the loss of P.J. Tucker was going to be a lot bigger, and it hasn't phased this team at all, A, because Bobby Portis and Brooke Lopez and Giannis Antetokounmpo and company have been all playing phenomenal. But as well as the Chris Middleton, Pat, Con- Pat Connington injury could have been worse, but you got a guy like Marjan Bochamp and the rest of the boys all playing great. Mm-hmm. But let's move on. There, I don't think there's much else. You got it's my thoughts? turn. Now, real quick, he reminds me of uh, like Chris Duarte last year, just kind of a guy, older player, ready to go. Ready to help. Yeah, no, I agree. Without a three. And the three will come. Still got a three, yeah. yeah. It's just having it become consistent. Yeah. Now let's move on, and we're going to talk Celtics and Hawks, or should we do them together or separate? Well, they're two different teams, so I'm going to vote separate. Uh, Let's talk about this Boston Celtics team, right? And the Boston Celtics currently are 11 and 3. They're arguably one of, if not the best team in the NBA. And they're doing this all. They're led by their, their big three Marcus Smarts, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. We all know Marcus Smarts, the best basketball player on this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Obviously. It's Jalen Brown, but. Oh, yeah, obviously. I, I'm I'm serious, though. Like, on a real note, I know Jason Tatum's the best basketball player on oh. this team. But if I was a, if I was a franchise inquiring, I would oh, – if I was – re, I would choose Jalen Brown 10 out of 10 over Jason Tatum. I but, hope you get made fun of for that. And I hope I remember that forever and never let it down. Really? Although, I like Jalen Brown a lot. So, so respectable. It's respectable. Yeah, like I saw if Tatum's I, leading the MVP. Like he should, but I, I, I seriously, I like I love Brown, and I think Brown, Brown would be my favorite. I would, maybe that's me being biased, but, but yeah. Where's the bias he from? I've just always loved Jalen Brown. Oh, like, I'm a Duke boy, so I got the Duke bias. Yeah, I've just always, and I think Jalen Brown, like. Jason Tatum had all the talent and like was we knew he was gonna be good. Jalen Brown, like people were like he was a reach, like he was overdrafted, yet all this, and like every single season he got better. Like they were like he needed to learn how to shoot. He learned how to shoot. He needed to be more aggressive, got more aggressive. Like Jalen Brown's the definition of a superstar, he's just gotten better at it every single year. Also, I think it's so disrespectful that Jalen Brown has never been mentioned in defensive player of the year talk. Yeah, yeah, I think Jalen Brown is being disrespected right now. Everyone's like, it's Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. And I think, you know, for me, 
Right now, I know his defensive rating is actually 114 this season. Oh, so yeah, deep one. Yeah, he's oh, smart. Actually, no, no, Jalen Brown. Yeah, okay, deep one, yeah. Yeah, he's actually the worst of his career this year defensively. But, no, I, the reason why I bring up Marcus Smart and, like, Jalen Brown not getting enough credit because Marcus Smart just talks a lot more. Jalen Brown's like the silent assassin. And guess what? Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown had the same defensive rating last year. Nice. Yeah, Mark Smart shouldn't have won. Oh, we we we, yeah. we both know that. We both yeah. know that. Uh, yeah. That was the biggest, like, you're, okay, you're bitching so much, Marcus. Here it is. Yeah, just shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Literally, it was just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I like and, the Celtics team a lot. I think they're, uh, they're starting to figure it out defensively. We saw them. It's OKC. Okay, people forget – OKC Shea's averaging like 31, 32. They're putting up points on the board. Poku looked nice. Poku's um, looking good. Yeah. So giddy up. I think Boston. Let's ride. You know, they're one of the worst defensive teams or bottom half, bottom quarter defensive teams in the league. So I think that'll figure itself out, especially when Robert Williams is back. I think it's really cool to see that uh Sam Hauser is contributing at Peyton Pritchard last night was cool. Cause I mean, these are really important guys. Cause Blake Griffin, I just, it's. What do you mean? He's the, like, he's the glue holding this team together. Blake Griffin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So he's inexpendable. They, so yeah, they, de- they desperately need guys to step he's up. He's bringing Lana Rhodes for like <laughs> gangbangs in the locker room. I'm, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't I'm really that. worried about, uh, you know, Al Horford eventually falling off. I, I worry about Malcolm Brogdon's ability to just stay healthy. So it's good to see that Boston is is winning without their best defensive player on the team. So, and yeah, Thomas, it's a very smart, clever inside joke. So I yeah. I, I want to say right now, who's Andrew? I used to stream Raptors, and he, this guy absolutely hated the Celtics. He'd always come in, just say Celtics suck. Like all he would ever say is Celtics suck. I don't surprise he's a real person. You know what's so absurd? Joe Bazula might be the Emma Udoka might be the best defensive coach all the time. Joe Bazula might be the best offense. This is the best offensive team in the league. Number one scoring team in the league. Number one offensive rating. They are the eighth worst defense in the league. They're third though in net rating with plus five point eight. So yeah, they'll figure it out. Oh, they'll figure it out. Okay, but can we talk about the the fact that this team is phenomenal on offense? Fuck their it's, defense. I I think it's Tatum and Brown. They're getting everybody involved. They're it's they're just continue like you're saying. They're just continuing to elevate and evolve their game. And you know now they're they're really helping their their players get going. It's it's very Giannis like to me. You know where Giannis just kind of gets everybody going in the first half, gets their confidence up so they can continue into the second half to close the game. And then, you know, when he needs to turn on the offense, he turns it on. What are they? Seven game win streak or six game win streak. I think it's a seven game win streak. And you got Jason Tatum playing arguably the best basketball in the world. And they're demolishing opposing teams in the half court. I know their poor defense doesn't even matter because, Oh my God, I hit my leg. That probably sounded terrible, but hit my microphone. It's absurd. It's absurd. And let's move let's move on to a team that their defense is actually rather good. Um, do you not agree? The, yeah, they're very good defense. Very good defense. Very yeah. good. De- it's cool to see. One of the best in the est right now. Really? I don't know if you're being sarcastic. No, they're one of the best teams in the East. Atlanta. They are. Yeah, Atlanta is one of the best teams, okay? The Hawks are – and I just typed in the Hawks, and I got a picture of – A Hawk? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've been making Titans videos, and every time I type in the freaking Titans, I get like – Attack on Titan? Titan? Yeah, I get stupid Titan shit. <laughs> I didn't say anything negative or derogative. You did say – you insinuated that they were bad. No, I did not. I said they're the best in the S, and it didn't rhyme. It just didn't work. They're the beast. They're beasts of the East. How's that? 
again you just sound you sarcastic. think i'm being sarcastic because of my previous hawk slander so they're, right now they're they're, the atlanta off. the atlanta hawks got the sixth best defense and 13 best offensive rating and you know what you want to hear a stat it's like i think it's like 50 or 60 percent of teams that make it to the nba finals and win the championship have a either a top 15 offense and a top 10 defense or a top 10 offense and a top 15 defense so right now the atlanta hawks have the recipe of a title you know a guy a team that could be titled contenders but the thing is is i want to talk about something did you know we're almost one-fifth of the way through the nba season oh that's crazy one-fifth of the way it's, it's flying by dude football's almost done basketball's yeah. quarter way almost yeah so, so right now yep we're one-fifth next game it's 16 and a half is one-fifth of 82 we're one-fifth through the nba season the atlanta hawks Okay, I know it's a small sample size of one-fifth, but this team, Nate McMillan, also, it's a, he's doing well, and he's starting to realize we got to start playing these young guys. we got a guy in A.J. Griffin and Jalen Johnson making plays. Jalen Johnson, he's more of a glue guy, glue guy right now who does a little bit of everything, but A.J. Griffin comes in and just shoots threes. Uh, the guy's playing 12 minutes a night, and he's averaging three threes a game like shooting three threes and he's averaging yeah. seven points in like 12.6 minutes. He needs more minutes. Aaron Holiday and Justin Holiday are great backups. Oneko Okongu and Clint Capella. You can tell these guys just know they both have to play great because Clint has to keep playing great to keep <laughs> Oneko Okongu from taking his job. And Oneko Okongu needs to keep playing great so he can take Clint Capella's job. So they're just both playing pretty freaking well. And mm. they're and then you got DeAndre Hunter who just got himself a contract and he's like, okay, now that I've been paid, I know like defensively he hasn't been as solid as he has been in the past, but he offensively it's clicking. He's hitting like, I think it's like two threes a night almost and dropping 15, almost 16 points. Then you got yourself, John Collins. He's actually averaging 13 and eight with a block and a half. He's been like their most consistent guy. Trey young. Finally, Finally starting to look a bit more consistent at times, but it's still a bit of a, a mess. He's shooting 38% for the field, 31 from three, but he's dropping 27. Who so who cares? And DeJounte Murray really should be getting defensive player of the year recognition because the guy's averaging mm. two assists. I mean, two steals a night with eight assists, 22 points a night on literally 32% from three, but he's, he's taking six of them a game, 45% from the field. They got two all-NBA players, arguably. I mean, eh, Trey Young still be an all-star. I don't know if for these stats we're going to win the all-NBA. But, like, this team defensively, though, you got two guys, three guys in Okongu, John Collins, and Clint Capella who won't let you near the rim. And John Collins and, you know, you know John T. Murray, Justin Holiday, Aaron Holiday, and DeAndre Hunter all protect the perimeter. And you got shooters in the Holiday Bros, Collins. You got shooters. And I know Collins' shot isn't falling, but Hunter. You got so many shooters on this team. People don't realize, guess what's in their back pocket? Bogdanovich. Yeah, Bogdanovich. Bogdan, Bogdan. And he's going to do wonders for them because they're like, I think, the second or third worst three-point shooting team in the league. They have four guys shooting better than 33% from downtown. Aaron Holiday, A.J. Griffin, DeAndre Hunter, and Justin Holiday. So, yeah, think, things will mesh eventually. What's crazy is they're, like, they're meshing enough, and they're still getting these wins, and they've had a really difficult schedule. And it, they kind of, like, own the Milwaukee Bucks right now. <laughs> like, they kind of own them. I guess Milwaukee's without Chris still, but, like, they – kind of own milwaukee right now yeah and it'll, it'll definitely be interesting how the season goes on because i do believe that the atlanta hawks are a legit team that is extremely fun to watch mm -hmm. and I, I i know the the real tests have not came yet i just want to pull up something i have and i believe the hawks are one of the better teams in the nba and obviously i think they're definitely a top five team in the nba yes they've had arguably one of the easier schedules but their schedule spark Yes, oh, like at the well, who they play at the very start, like the first five Asia games. Yeah, the first five games. They they so went they, back to back against Philly. They played. Milwaukee I know, I know. That is, but you didn't let me fucking finish, you goddamn bitch. I love you, but look, since the schedule started getting tougher against playoff teams, they've cooled off at the three and four stretch. So they started four and one, then they went three and four. 
Okay. So that's not an indictment of anything. And I think what it is, is they've had some good wins. Okay. They've had some solid wins and beating the Sixers and the Bucks. Yes, they lost to the Jazz and they also lost to the Sixers, but you can't stop Joel Embiid from going Superman. I think the Hawks will have to continue to do good against good playoff teams to justify that they are a good team and that their defense is legit as it's been better than their offense. That's my opinion. Yeah. Straight train DeJounte will be balling out the official level. That's good. That's good. All right. Now let's move on to a man who returned. Ooh, Triple J. I have him in fantasy. I was very pleasantly surprised he's uh, back already. Yeah, he'll he'll make his debut tonight. And it'll be against the Pelicans. Have they said if he's coming off the bench? We assume he's coming off the bench, right? Yeah, I just kind of imagine. Well, they'll start Santi. Santi, I know he's cooled off, but he's been a solid guy in their place. And... Yeah, let's talk about Jaron Jackson Jr. How excited for you. One thing, I Jaron Jackson Jr., the defense has never been in question. Can we talk about it? it Jaron Jackson Jr., so he got hurt uh, in the end of 2019, right? And then he just missed a majority of 2020. And this was – I know 2020 was kind of a wash year. But God damn, the Jaron Jackson Jr. we saw in 2019 – Oh my god. So in 2021, he he didn't fully rebound, but 2020 he was hurt. But in 2019, this guy was a 17 and a half points per game, 47% from the field, 39% from three. The year before he was even in his rookie year was from 51% from field, 36 from three, and grabbing five rebounds, one and a half assists, about a steal a night, and almost two blocks. Yes, he got better defensively in the past season and a better rebounder. But the three-point shot has has gone down basically with every season. He did shoot thirty-eight percent from downtown in the playoffs. Yes, he did. He did, and one could say that's just because he hadn't played much in for two years, and now going into year five, Jaron Jackson Jr. is now twenty-three years old. That seven-foot-four wingspan. I I've, I've faith that Jaron Jackson Jr. will be fine. That like this this stuff isn't like gonna be something to hold against him because you're right. In the playoffs, I know he shot 37% from the field, but he did shoot 37% from three and average 15 and a half points. Yeah. And like if Jaron Jackson Jr. can come back and be this guy who shoots, you know, scores 15 points a night, grabs, you know, six to seven rebounds a night, blocks like two plus shots a game, steal, assist a night, and then shoots, you know, above league average, above 34% from three and can shoot, you know, 45% from the field at least in the 27 minutes he's he usually plays. I don't I, I I don't think they'll like like be that bad. Like I don't think that's too hard to achieve. I just think my fear is Jaron Jackson Jr. is coming off of it was a stress fracture, correct me? And he had before that a torn meniscus. And with me, the whole thing with Jaron Jackson Jr. is I want to make sure this wasn't all the same leg because because he fractured he had a fractured foot, but I think it was a stretch fracture. And they haven't said which foot, but I think it'll be interesting to see how he'll respond to it. And it's all lower leg, lower body injuries. And there's always a fear with lower body injuries. So what's your thoughts? Is the is meniscus a similar surgery to the ACL where like, you know how they does it they remove the ACL or like you know ACL? How, like, not- yeah, ACL. You either have your patilla or your hamstring, I believe, used as. Is, so ACL is the one that you can come back stronger from. Yeah, I don't know if is yes. meniscus Ace, the same. I believe most knee injuries, except like microfracture, and I th- I think microfracture is really bad. I'm pretty sure most knee injuries you come back stronger because they okay. usually they cut uh, a piece of a muscle from another muscle, yeah, and they replace the the torn ligament with another mm-hmm. muscle. And typically, the muscle they take it from is actually stronger. So the whole thing is why it's painful is 
when you first recover from a knee injury is like it's like breaking in a shoe so like that's why it's like supposedly extremely painful when you first start rehabbing yeah i'm not too worried about triple j i think i i, I think they'll just ease him in there i think the addition of santi aldama is absolutely money for him you know desmond brain desmond bain's breakout is awesome for him too so triple j doesn't need to be you know like an evan Mo- or Mobley's a bad example. I can't like Kevin Garnett. He doesn't need to be Kevin Garnett for him with MVP jaw. So he never was. If, yeah. Okay. I know. I'm just saying, like what you were saying, the 15 points, the six and a half rebounds, the two blocks a game, shooting, you know, 34% above 34% from downtown. That gets the job done, especially with the emergence emergence of Bain. So I think what's promising is he played 78 games last year. I think that's something that was just completely thrown out the window because he got injured in the playoffs. But he played 78 games. So, no, he was healthy. But what I was saying is, I was trying to insinuate the maybe the shooting and the scoring that, like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I don't is a result of the no, he doesn't need to do anything. And there's new other players on the roster who get more touches than him. But I was just saying maybe the injuries have something to do with his shooting and scoring being down. Yeah, hopefully he figures it out. 2097, damn. That's a tough one. You probably can rewind it. I don't know. All right, Rose. That sucks. Uh, let's move over to – I actually do want to play something. Give us a little mental break before we finish up the – what are you singing? The Purple Game. <laughs> you know what time it is. It's time for that game. Jackson gets excited. A lot of people get excited. Maybach music. <laughs> Here we go. To go to the mansion. It was Purple time. What do you want to wrap up the beat? No, <laughs> the beat. No, though I, I I worked the first lyric yesterday. I got the second one today. I'll get the third one tomorrow. Uh, so today in Pirtle. Oh wow, that's easy. Serge Ibaka. No, not even close. I'm gonna go with my man, Kobe Bryant, Damian Lillard. I don't think Dame's got that fat of a head, though. Guy's got a fat-ass head. <laughs> okay, he's 32. So, thank you. He's taller than 6'2", but oh, not geez, by much. 6'2". It's Javon Carter. He's in the West. We just dropped the bowl so fucking loud. That, yeah, you can hear me. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know how our walls could possibly be. My walls were so thin. If you guys, I yeah, possibly thinner here. If you guys have sex, like girl has, to, you guys have to be completely silent. I say this. I, I say the same thing. Uh, uh, I think that's Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's not 30. I'm not voting this. I'm not doing that. I'm saying you should do that. I'm going to play by the rules. I'm going to let you have this guy's. Uh, all right. And this dance. Thank you. <laughs> I think oh, he's, he's in not the... in the Northwest. I'm stupid. Okay. Um. Oh shit! I have the answer. Let's go. It's it's John Wall. Yeah, I do the John Wall. <laughs> Wow. That's actually yeah. who I had. That's who that was my guess before you went Reggie. <laughs> I didn't know he had that fat of a head. I didn't know he had that fat of a head of me either. Yeah. They made his fat kind of look like Marcus Morris. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my oh yeah. We're back. That was a horrible week last week for me. I was like, I could not get like anything going. I'm catching a groove, dude. I'm I'm all over the box scores these days. Like, I'm dialed, I guess you could say. So, kind of effed. Fuck me. If I want, I, I was going to go to the gym tonight, but that's just straight up not happening. 
I feel it's already fat. dark and what, what is it? Probably like 30 degrees out there by you. I like fat today. Whoa, you're not showing nips. We're not showing nips here. We're like I'm, a, I'm fat I, I, as hell. Dude, I feel fat. Nick, I can hear every single thing you do. That's what I said on Saturday. Like, like <laughs> how am I supposed to have sex when I can hear every single thing you're doing out there? That makes no sense. You guys should get like uh, it's uh, soundproofing. You guys should get soundproof your walls. Soundproof your walls. It's not the walls. It's this fucking fat vent. Also, check out this fraternity sweatshirt I got yesterday. Oh, nice. Isn't that kind of sick? Yeah. Where I just want to... All right, let's move on to – we were just talking about Kyle Lowry. Let's talk about his teammate who went the fuck off. Duncan Robinson. Dude, I took a sip of coffee, and it's, like, really woken me up. Plus, I, I really to... want a Keurig. I think if I got a Keurig, I'd abuse it. No, so what I'm you need – don't don't waste money on a Keurig. I'll send you a link. I spent 20 bucks on this Walmart store brand version Keurig, and it comes oh, with – and it comes with not only a thing to put Keurigs, but it comes with this thing that you can also put ground coffee in it. And it, it's a, oh, it's cool. the shape, it's the shape, it's a reusable Keurig. So it's a, it's in, in the shape of a Keurig and you open it up and you put two spoons of like of coffee in there and you press ground and you can either do Keurig K-cups or K-pods or you can do just ground coffee and pour it oh. in there and you just wash it and you throw it in the dishwasher. So I like, love that. I'll never be able to sleep. That's perfect, dude. What do you think I do besides Adderall? But like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Plus, I put tea in there sometimes. Yeah, like, I'll stuff a tea bag yeah. in the Keurig, so then I just bruise tea, or I do mate. And put you on the mate. Yeah, we've talked. Yeah, it's that the yeah. All right, let's move on to a man named Bam Adebayo. I don't know why I said it like that, but I also got casted in like two short films. I got to shoot one. I'm like a I'm a Muppet doctor, and the other one I'm a I'm a murderer. I also it's like murder one a lot more. Yeah, and it's also like really weird because I'm the only one in that class that's not an acting or or like not a film or a or a theater major <laughs> and like i had like five people ask me to be their films i was like my teacher only <laughs> let me do two because like of scheduling and that x factor yeah no charisma charisma can be taught kids i'm also just like fucking incredibly whimsical what's that word like i just like uh here well, you want you know what? Well, let's talk about Bam out of bio, and I'll read you some of my script. Okay. All right. So Bam out of bio, dude. This guy, we talked about his slow start this season. Yeah. But you have him fantasy? No, no, I wouldn't make that mistake. Okay, so Bam out of bio. Turnovers. Shut the fuck up. But Bam out of bio for the season, averaging nineteen points. And it's basically he just picked up from last year and just continued, just dominating. And it's crazy to think about that Bam out of bios in year six. It did not seem like he's been in the the league for that long. Okay, and first off, he was the fourteenth overall pick. Can you believe that? Yeah, and I know he's shooting the ball the least efficient he has so far this season. One fifth through through it but man bam we need if bam continues this 30 24 points outing where and it says as a result because he's taking more touches over the last two games they've been feeding him the ball 18 he's been taking 18 shots a game and i think this is what they need they need this over the last two games it's 54 points so he's averaging 27 a night i'm not saying we need him to average 27 a night god no but what we need bam out of bio to be averaging is more than 20 points tonight for this team. So the Heat can have another 20-point score alongside Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero. Okay, they need – I'm not saying, like, every team needs three 20-point scores. But when you have three 20-point scores, you're going to win a lot of fucking games. And the reason why they also need it is their best three players have been Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and Bam Adebayo. And then it 
falls off. I'm not saying Caleb Martin and Max Juice have been bad. They've been really good, but they are role players. They don't have a fourth guy. Depot. And yeah, so that makes Bam need to do even more. Yeah, they need him to be like an all NBA player. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I think he's still starting a little bit slow, but yeah, especially the last five games, we've definitely seen an improvement. I think it's just so critical to him, man. Like, you know, they could get away with a, a, a father, Tom Kyle Lowry, uh, Oladipo giving me at least 15, Jimmy and Bam giving me 20 in, in their defense, and Tyler Hero giving me 20 off the bench. It, it's fine. Um, yeah, I still don't view him as like finals threats, but Bam going off definitely helps. Yeah, no, I think one thing is, is do you think Bam Adebayo is the type of guy that, yes, he doesn't have a three-point shot, but do you think he can elevate his game to a 25-point score? Or I, close I don't to, think so. You don't think so? No, I hope, I hope I'm wrong. I think he's a guy who could go for 25 for stints. Um. He also doesn't need to drop 25 for a whole season, but it would definitely help. I don't – I unfortunately view him. Jackson, what's your email? Um, I'll private chat it. But because I'm about to send you these scripts, we're going to end out the show with us acting out these these logs. Oh, nice. You know, I just watched um, – Notting Hill, Notting. Notting Hill. Hill. I'm about to watch it. Don't watch. Don't spoil. Wait, it. are you serious? Yes, I'm. Me and Nikki are working our way through the Hugh Grant rom coms. Okay, <laughs> it's we saw. Like um, we saw what is it? Three or four weddings and a funeral. Oh my god! You gotta watch. Uh, that is four weddings and a funeral. It's four. Yeah, four weddings. That's like beef. A super. Yeah, four weddings and a funeral is the movie that got Hugh Grant famous. It's like a oh, super, shit. super British, super British. Um, like movie. I've seen Bridges Jones Diary. Uh, I've seen. You got to see music and lyrics, dude. You'll fucking love music and lyrics. Okay. Really? Yeah. Did you? Did I you... just watched um when Harry met. You Sally. still use your Loyola email? It hasn't closed on you. <laughs> I get it forever. You do? <laughs> oh, Drew Barrymore, I love her. Yeah, you gotta watch music and lyrics. I'll I'll play the intro song for music and lyrics here in a sec, but. Okay. I, I, yeah, 41st Dates is a good one, Drew Barrymore. That's a great movie, 41st Dates. You haven't seen When Harry Met Sally? Uh, That's like the best rom-com of all time. When Henry Met Sally, we saw, I've seen that one. <laughs> Henry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally. Real quick, before the script, we, let's play a game called Guess This Player, and I'll give you a stat line for a season. All right, all right go for it. 73 games, 43 starts. 14.2 points, 11.8 rebounds, 3.7 blocks in the year 2015-2016. Oh, I don't fucking know, man. Mm, you do. Uh, Dwight so, Howard. No, very good guess. Marcin Gortat. A horrible guess. Hassan Whiteside. 3.7 blocks. There you go. Yes, that's Hassan Whiteside. All right, pull up the script. It's in a different tab, so I won't be able to see your face. No, you're fine. Yeah, I don't. Oh, want you to just see sent you. me the final script. Oh, I thought. Like the Do the scare, the horror one, the horror okay. one. Are uh, you ready? No, I don't have Microsoft Word on it. It doesn't matter. Uh, which one am I? You'll be an uh, actor too. Okay. Two people sit on a couch. They've been watching a movie. The sound of an end credits play on the TV. Actor one is the best. Actor two, not so much. It's cute. You're actor really? two. You're Wait, acting. I'm not in the right. Dude, are you okay? No, you're writing the wrong. It says, wow, that movie sucked. Page. Yeah. Wow, that movie sucked. It didn't suck. You have bad taste. Whatever. I just think that Evan Hansen should have been played by a real high school. That's all. It wouldn't be a high school drama if the high schoolers were played by actual high schoolers. Because actual high schoolers are just boring, gross, and weird. They're uninteresting subjects. That is not. Oh, yeah. You're right. I always am. That that page isn't loading for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm at dude. Are you okay? That's that's 
it like actually just skips that page. Dude, okay, so you're at the dude. You're, are you okay? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you go, dude. Look, buddy, that's where you're at. Dude, look, buddy, pal. Can I call you pal? We've talked about this. We're on set. When we're on set, we have to be professional with one another. None of this, dudes. Oh wait, this is me. This is me. I realized. I realized. I was. <laughs> Dude, look, buddy, pal, can I can I call you pal? We've talked about this. We're on set, and when we're on set, we have to be professional with one another. None of this dude stuff. We, we aren't friends. Whoa, man. I was just kidding about the Dear Evan Hansen stuff. Ben Platt's a really good actor, just not in that light. Jesus, let's just go from the top. Can we please stop acting like your character in between takes? It's freaking me out. Method acting is a one-way ticket to getting canceled these days. Plus, it sort of just makes you look like an asshole. Okay, dude, look. Look, what did I just say? Oh, shit. Sorry, um, pal, or whatever the fuck. What are you doing? You're acting like you're straight up on crack right now. Do you smoke something during the movie? More importantly, did you smoke something without me during the movie? Whatever. I don't get paid enough for this. Just sit back down from the top. Are you, are you going to sit down and say your first line, or are you going to keep looking at me like a dumbass? Um. Yeah, okay. I can do that. I should probably stay anyway, since I'm not entirely convinced you aren't on crack. So, what's my first line? You don't know? Dude, I have no clue what's going on. God damn it. Why do I have to do everything? Just use your script. What script? The one in your back pocket. I don't have... Whoa, what the fuck? What is this? When did you put this in my pocket? Can you read your first line? Wow, that movie sucked. It didn't suck. You have bad taste. Wait, these are all lines? Yes. But these are things we've actually said to each other. This is our entire evening together. How did you know what I was going to say? How the... And why is it in a fucking script? Okay, dude, that's it. That is it. You're freaking me the fuck out. I'm officially freaked the fuck out. You aren't an actor. We aren't actors. We're friends. I mean, come on. This is insane. I've known you for years. That watch you're wearing, I got that for you for your birthday last year. Good character analysis work, I guess. But it's it's just a it's just a prop. A prop? A fucking prop? Okay, that's it. I'm leaving. What makes you think you can leave? Shit, dude. Sit down and say your lines. I... Sit down and say your fucking lines. <laughs> Good. That wasn't so hard, was it? On the top. Wow, that movie sucked. It didn't suck. You have bad taste. Whatever, I just think Evan Hansen should have been played by a real high schooler at home. It wouldn't be a high school drama if the high schoolers were played by actual high schoolers because actual high schoolers are just boring, gross, and weird. They're uninteresting subjects. That is not... Okay, yeah, you're right. I always am. Keep going. You are always right. Almost. At least that's why that's why we're friends. You know almost everything. I know almost nothing. It's a shame you have to do this again. I thought you had finally gotten it right this time, but this is the show, and this is how it ends. What does that mean? Lights flash, they go down and come back up. Actor one is, is standing behind the couch with a knife. Actor one slits eight. Actor two's throat. Actor two dies. The light flash again, and everything seems to reset. The world is, is as it was, calm, neutral, relaxed. Actor one is sitting in the same spot on the couch as before. We hear the end credits of the movie on the TV. Wow, that movie sucked. It didn't suck. You have bad taste. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you get it? Yeah, no, they killed him. Yeah, it killed what, them. What is the... It's a horror movie. Yeah, but why did he kill me? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, that was be... hard. That was yeah. cool. That was fun. 
And then the other one I got, we don't have to do it. But which yeah. one are you though in that one? Actor one. Uh, they still have. I think I'm being the murderer. I'm actor one. Okay. And the other one, I'm Dennis. Yeah. Wait, I thought you. I thought you, huh? I thought you said something else. Nah. Go. If did you want to do Dennis or no? What is Dennis? I thought you were saying you're like Dennis from It's Always Sunny, and I was like, yeah, um, yeah. What's that? Is that the other one? This yeah. is the show. Did I not get sent this one? I might not have been. Oh sent yeah, it. okay, yeah. This is different. Is it the same one or is it different? No, this is this is your show or the show. This is the show. When I see this, oh, that's the same one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have the other one. The other one I have in hand mm. where I play a, a – I'm a Muppet. I have a Muppet in my hand. Yeah, that's weird. And I'm a, I'm a crazy I, scientist. I think, uh, I think you'll get when you watch the movie tonight what I'm talking about now. All righty. Dude, these grad school applications – just get a job like a normal geek. Nah, dude. I get look. They didn't even email. They didn't start emailing me back till like after. Like, thank you, sub- thank you for submitting your application for our journalism MA program. We're looking forward to reviewing. Well, I should probably. Uh, I don't know how to full screen this, but we're looking forward to reviewing your process. I gotta still send them my portfolio. Which, if you want to see my portfolio, most sure. beat. Yeah, let's go to my website that I, I don't oh, really cool. I did do that for a final. I did do that in like freshman year of college or sophomore year of college. I had to build a fucking website. Lame. Boom. All right, let's close the next up. I got to change that. It's, it's just journalist now. Ooh. University of Kansas sports media journalist student and journalism student. Journalist student. That's fucking terrible English. About me. Whoa, short hair. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't, that, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that absurd to see? <laughs> With the short hair. It's a different person. Yeah. It's a different person. That's me like sophomore year of college, like two years ago. Oh, wow. Still beard. The beard has not changed. Yeah. The beard, the beard stays. The beard does not go. Um well you wrote for Total Frat Move? Yeah, I wrote for Total Frat Move. Let's fucking go sports. Wrote opinion columns. I've written, done a lot of writing, done other stuff. Um, and then these are my shit, but then we'll go over here. My portfolio. This is just part of it. Got a couple of videos <laughs> in that bitch. Got a couple. Oh, this is my Dustin Johnson one. It's up there. Um, this is some boring ass shit about what I wrote about the city commission's plan, transportation's plan. Holy fuck, was that boring? <laughs> I wrote about the city commission. Um, that's yeah. This is like what an article looks like. It's pretty boring, fucking shit. Um, here's another article. Ooh, wolves. Yeah, this one was uh, Timberwolves. Here's another one about uh, another transportation bullshit. Oh, here's a one about our virtual classes. And then, yeah, five articles. Holy fuck, I didn't realize I wrote that much. Yeah, that's my – I got more. And then we got over here. Yeah, that was my – that's just all my, my shit right there and then my about. Yeah, first generation American. Why'd you say that? Just because you want to milk the fact that I'm a fucking golden diversity hire, affirmative action. Oh, oh, I didn't. I got that mixed up. I see what you mean now. Yeah, that, I was wondering why that wasn't included. I see. 
Yeah, so that's my website here. I'll pull up my last thing. All right, right here. This is they they haven't hit me up to write again since I wrote an article that they didn't publish, which I wrote that there should only be three sports leagues, a women's only sports league, a men's only sports league, and that there should be a gender inclusive sports league. I, I wrote that I don't think it's fair to have trans athletes in you know their non-born sport like natural born so i said a way to remedy that situation because sports is all about being fair let's create a gender inclusive league where anybody can fight any gender but you do it by weight class that's like not a bad idea right yeah I don't know who yeah. watch that, but yeah. They, but yeah, I know, I know, but they ghosted me. They didn't even like because we're like super liberal. They just ghosted me. They've mm. never they've never asked me to write again. They've never hit me up. They just didn't even tell me if my story was good. Eventually yeah, they probably read that. They were just read that. They were like, Yeah. Yeah, we're all set. You're all set. So I wrote, I wrote like the last article I wrote that they published back in July was like, where are the Kansas Jayhawks going? Oh, I feel like I kind of remember you promoting this or something. I probably told you about or it. I saw it maybe on Twitter or something. Then I then this one, I actually, I just wrote a script to a YouTube video, and then I just sent them it, and I was just like, take it, you goddamn cunts. And then they published it. This is actually a script I used for a YouTube video, and I, dude, oh, my God. I just realized. Did I? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh my God! Did you want to say? Here's another one. Oh, I think I've seen this one too. Yeah, I made a YouTube video on this one. Mm. All right. Yeah, this is about. Oh yeah, because it had a really low quality picture. We talked about that. Yeah, I was like, you guys used all the out of all the fucking pictures, you used the picture from like 2012. <laughs> I, I, it was absurd, and I gave him a picture. This one, this one was one of my longer articles. Like it's fucking long. How long did that take? You think? Like two hours. Jeez. I'm like an extremely fast typer as well. Like I don't fuck around with my typing. I'm like beep, boop, 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 one middle or my index finger. This is one where I bashed, <laughs> literally bashed, the, the Gayhawks. Yeah, about why they suck at developing players. Bill Self's overrated. Bill Self's not overrated. It's just his system is not meant for people. But yeah, there's like the three articles are written there. I just I kind of wrote just so when I applied to graduate school, I was like, here's three things on a website. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Gets the job done. Yeah, I know. All right, that was today's show. I do have to go to Kansas City and pay for my girlfriend's tattoo as a birthday present. Kansas City. I don't know why, but yeah. Well, Is that far? Yeah, it's like forty minutes. Oh, that's not far. No, it's like it's also like, like three hours. No, it's like a thirty to forty minutes drive. But all the the tattoo shops here, it's not that they're bad, but they're not necessarily great. But most of them are by appointment here. Mm. So my girlfriend likes going to this one that we've gone before and it's a cash only and like we'll be in and out of there like within an hour. Nice. So just don't look at the needle. Oh. I don't. I don't. Well, the last tattoo was on my girlfriend's ass that I had to be there. So it was like kind of weird because some guy was tattooing my girlfriend's ass. So like while well, I just sat there. Yeah. I'm sure they're used to it. Yeah, I know. But now she's getting a tattoo. She wants. She's getting one like right here, like right here. Uh, two, two, two. Jeez. What? Seems like some uh, uh, voodoo shit. Nah, it's like her lucky like triple number. Cause she has. She wants us like a patchwork sleeve. If that makes Jeez. sense. You know what that means? I just heard a sleeve. <laughs> Yeah, she wants a sleeve on her left arm. Oh my god! Why? Because she is she yeah. retarded? Like she wants like is that too the, rude to say. She wants like a sleeve like this. She doesn't want anything on her hands. Here, I'll show you what they look like. They got they're called patchwork tat sleeves. Like yeah, yeah, I know some 
TikTokers. Yeah, she wants like this. Oh like my here's goodness. <laughs> she wants a sleeve like that. Like, but she doesn't want anything because she's gonna be a lawyer. She doesn't want anything like wrists and below. She doesn't do that. <laughs> no, nothing on the hands. Here's a good example. <laughs> Hey, are you coming over? Yeah. Here, give me, let me call you right back in 30 seconds. I was just editing the show. We just went a little long. Okay, well, why would you fucking answer again? It's just, she's just so funny. We're on a show, leave me. <laughs> oh, she has my, yeah. I know. It's for okay. the views. It's for the views. All right. You know what time it is, guys. And it's I hope you guys time. All right. Have a great one. Enjoy the rest of your days. Peace. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, yes, friend, tell a friend really? if you enjoyed. Oh, yeah, I'm here tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. I'm back every day. Every day. Oh, cool. Bye.